Welcome back. This is Robert Fleming. I'm one of the partners at the Tucson, Arizona elder law firm of Fleming and Curdy PLC. One of the other partners is Jackie Mingle, who's sitting across from me right now. Jackie, uh, usually you have not you have not spent as much time doing these podcasts as you've been doing newsletters for Fleming and Curdy. So uh, this is a rare opportunity for our audience to, to hear your voice. I'm looking forward to it. You just, you just have to be extremely witty and uh, erudite. Oh, right, of course. Well, thank you, Robert. I'm not sure that I can do that, um, but I'm delighted to be with you today. The reason I thought I'd talk to you today is because you have recently uh, been given an award, uh, a recognition that I would like to talk about, and I would like to congratulate you. First of all, you are a brand new, well, pretty nearly brand new fellow of the American College of Trust and Estate Council. After you learned that you had gotten that that uh, award, did you... Um, did you find that the air was cleaner and you were taller and your pets liked you better? I don't know if my pets liked me better, but I did feel a little taller, actually. Um, it's a very uh, prestigious uh, designation, and I am joining many people that I uh, admire greatly and expect and, you know, I'm delighted that I can learn more from from many, many people that, um, that whose practices that I've been following um, my whole career. So a key thing about the American College of Trust and Estate Council, which almost everybody just calls ACTEC, its acronym, is that you can't apply to be a member. Uh, first of all, they don't have members, they have fellows. And you don't apply, somebody nominates you and uh, and you're voted on in a secret system to determine whether you're, you're worthy to be an ACTEC fellow. So it's quite a, it is, you're right, it's quite a, an honor and a recognition that, uh, that you um, have a, a depth of experience and a public presence in this area of law. Do you happen to know how many ACTEC fellows there are in Arizona? I do not. Do you know? I looked it up because I planned on asking you that question and I was going to bet that you didn't know. 42 is the correct number. So there are 42 lawyers who who focus their practice on estate planning in the whole state of Arizona who have this recognition. And I can tell you a quick scan of them looks to me like about five or six of them are people who retired to Arizona from other states. So 35 to 40 people who are in active practice in Tucson and, and that I think puts you in the in the top or in echelon. Arizona. What did how, I say? How, in, Tucson. in Tucson. How many are in Tucson? I'm in sure Tucson, you know that number uh, too. <laughs> oddly, uh, Tucson has a higher proportion than the than the Phoenix area. There are almost none outside of Tucson and Phoenix. Uh, one in Yuma and uh, and then all the rest of them are in Tucson and Phoenix. But it's about two to one um, Phoenix to Tucson. So congratulations, and uh, and do you know what you did or how you managed to get this this uh, this high designation? Well, I know there are, are various categories um, that they look at. Um, I had to do a fair amount of public speaking. Um, I also teach with you a course at the law school, Estates and Trust, at the uh, at the Arizona University of Arizona Law. Um, and, uh, you know, you also have to demonstrate, um, you know, that you have a, a depth of knowledge in the, in the area um, and some community involvement um, is also included. So it's a, it's a wide range of things that, uh, that the organization looks at um, when, they are, when they are deciding who can be a fellow. 
and um, I'm just uh, I'm, you know surprised and delighted that mm-hmm. I, I made the cut. The things you describe are all outward-facing things. You have to do presentations and or write and or be on bar committees and or uh, act in uh, in your community in 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 volunteer and charitable works, um, and and those are all. The reason why the organization calls itself a college is because it's focused on not just knowing the law, but sharing the law, educating both the public and fellow lawyers. And you do a lot of public speaking, uh, that is to say speaking to lawyers, a lot of public speaking too, but a lot of, of seminars and presentations to lawyers, I know. I've done a fair amount of seminars too. Um, at the state bar level and at the county level and to organizations like the uh, like NALA and also the Arizona Fiduciaries Association, um, which I, of which I'm a member. Um, I enjoy, you know, sharing the little that I, well, I guess I, I've come to, to know quite a bit, actually, over 10 years of practice, but I still have plenty to learn. Um, so I enjoy sharing it and also learning from other people still. One of the ways you have demonstrated that, uh, that knowledge, that deeper knowledge, is you are a, a certified expert or authority, or I'm not sure how many different words you can use, a specialist in estate and trust law, according to the Arizona State Bar. What does that mean? So that means that I sat for an exam um, where my knowledge of uh, the the uh, practice area was um, was tested, um, and I also submitted an application that uh, demonstrated uh, my uh, practice and that my practice uh, Im- involves um, states and trusts and the, the extent to which um, I'm I I uh, practice that every day. And you managed so. to convince the the committee in charge of this that you had good character and, and were well respected in the community. Well, they check, they call around and they ask people <laughs> if you're well respected. So, um, so yeah, apparently, um, apparently my peer reviews were, were, um, were positive. <laughs> and and uh, you and I are both chuckling about this because the rest of the story is that now you're on the committee that does the peer reviews. And now I'm on the committee that does the reviews. So, so when, when my <laughs> renewal comes up in a couple of years, you're going to decide whether I have sufficient reputation. Yes, I will. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I don't think you have anything to worry about, <laughs> unless the other committee members disagree with me, of course. <laughs> Some of the other uh, bar-related things you've done, you've been very involved. You mentioned the, the Arizona Fiduciaries Association, which is not actually a bar-related program, but uh, but is the other thing that we do at Fleming and Curdy a lot, acting as fiduciary, and that is the kind of the trade group for fiduciaries in Arizona. You've been very involved with them. You've also been very involved with the, a couple of sections of the Arizona Bar. Um, one of them particularly, you've been on the board and, and um, risen through the ranks. Yeah, I'm currently chair of the Elder Law Mental Health and Special Needs Planning Council. Um, so it's kind of a mouthful, um, but essentially we focus on elder law associated issues, uh, special needs planning, and try to put together educational programs for um, our, our the attorneys that practice in that area. Uh, it's been fun working with a team of people to do that. Um, I'll be past chair, so I'll get to sit around next year um, and not have any responsibilities and just tell people what to do. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that a lot. You're also involved in the National Academy of Elder Law Attorneys. You're a, a member, and there's a 
an Arizona um, uh, section, not section, um, a group, an Arizona subset of the National Academy of Elder Law Attorneys you've been involved with. So you've been doing quite a lot in the, uh, how long have you been practicing law? I've been practicing for, oh, I guess it's close to 11 years. Yeah. So, so. That, was a, that was a setup because one of the limitations, you can't become an ACTEC fellow until you have 10 years of practice. And your nomination, I don't know if you realized it at the time, but I happen to know, went in within a few days of your 10th anniversary. That's largely unheard of. Not a lot of lawyers get, uh, get to be fellows of ACTEC right at the first opportunity, first time they qualify. So congratulations again on, an, on a, uh, a, a recognition well-deserved. Are you looking oh. forward to the, uh, the, the ACTEC handshake, the ACTEC tie, the ACTEC blazer? <laughs> it seems like such a secret um, society, but actually it's everyone has been incredibly friendly um, and welcoming. And I, uh, you know, there are national conferences and there are statewide conf or meetings that you go to and you, you learn a lot from other people. I was lucky enough to be able to attend one of those meetings just to sort of see what it was all about, a local meeting. And um, everybody was just like I said, incredibly welcoming, and everybody appreciates everyone else's level of expertise in different areas and appreciates that we all have gaps that need to be filled, and that's why we get together and, and share what we know. Absolutely right. That's, that I, I've been a long participant in, in ACTEC and found it to be exactly as you describe it, and, and, I, and I trust and hope that you will find it as useful and, and uh, rewarding as I have. So. Welcome to the club. Congratulations on your recognition. I've been talking with Jackie Mingle, one of the partners here at Fleming and Curdy PLC, a Tucson, Arizona elder law firm, uh, and the other ACTEC fellow in the firm as of now. Congratulations again. You're listening to Elder Law Issues, and we kind of hope you'll join us again next time as well. Thanks. <music>